0: Buckle up! It's the Insurance Dudes podcast.
1: Boom! Boom. Boom. (laughs) Yeah, we got a boom.
0: (laughs) We got a boom. Love it. Did I clip? Carson
2: Seville, how you doing? Good. How y'all doing today?
0: Good. Welcome to the Insurance Dudes. Mm Yeah, excited
2: to be here, man. Y'all built built a great podcast here.
0: Oh, Oh, thanks. Well, we are excited to have you and my airpods just went off
1: but craig huh we got to get into the first question let's do it or are we going to do do you want to do uh speed uh speedster what what is it called speed uh, speed something speed breakers should we do speed breakers (laughs) (laughs) speed something It's Speed Breakers. (laughs) You you ready, Carson? Can you do Speed Breakers?
2: Hit me with it. I have no clue what we're talking about. It's new. It's new.
1: There's only three, but but nothing's been published with Speed Breakers yet. Here we go. So you got to answer as quick as possible. Don't think about it. Whatever comes (laughs) out first. You ready?
2: (laughs) Have you ever had a mullet? Yes.
1: First crush? Brooke. (laughs) Most embarrassing (laughs) thing your mom ever caught you doing?
2: (laughs) That's a long list, man. Uh, <laughs> Fastest speed you've ever driven? 106, getting clocked.
1: Oh, Ooh. there you go. Ooh, favorite cereal? Oats. <laughs> how many kids? How many kids? Two. Have you made cry?
2: <laughs> Too many.
1: <laughs> That's what everybody says. Count Chocula or Count Dracula? Chocula. Fastest mm. mile? 6.30. Favorite Ooh. flavor?
2: Of? So chocolate. Flavor.
1: All right. <laughs> nice. Nobody said anything bad. Dogs or cats? Dogs. That's right. Tacos or burritos? Tacos. And Trump or Biden? Not allowed. You don't have to answer that one.
2: <laughs> <Trump>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't have to answer that one, but all right. <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> Whichever whichever one is answered, it alienates half the audience. So right. Which the doesn't best. matter.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's all good. Trust me, we say enough stuff and act enough the way we do to alienate enough people. Oh yeah, I so. think
1: they just turn it off after the first couple of minutes <laughs> yeah. anyway. So. Well, welcome, man. It's it's awesome cool. to have you on here. I am really really excited about this because and and now I can't remember who told us to get a hold of you, Austin. Um, Austin. That's right. Austin Morehead. Yeah. Guy's a machine. He, he is, is a machine. machine. But, but I mean, from what I hear, you're a machine. So um, why don't like, I like I'm so fascinated in what you do and your specialty. And we talk about going narrow and just really being focused. And this is something that you don't hear a lot of. No. So why don't first before we get into that, why don't you tell a little bit about your background, Carson, just okay. kind of how you got into insurance and and uh, then let's go into what you do. freaking awesome.
2: Well, yeah. So I I went to Auburn uh, in college, came out of there, underwrote AIG for a couple of years, got my feet wet in the insurance industry. Uh, My dad has been in the public sector for insurance since the eighties. Okay. Uh, We kind of, he built up an agency, sold it. Uh, We kind of agreed to start something, but we had no money and really didn't have any employees or even an office. So I went and worked AIG uh, just to pay the bills and help him on the side. And we kind of just drummed up business out of nowhere, um, started from nothing. You know, he had already built one agency, so he had the carrier contacts and some relationships, but we just started cold calling and it was me and him sharing a desk in his basement. I mean, it was the grind, man. And so, uh, we slowly built up. We had a carrier finally one day want to come see us in person. And (laughs) we're going to have to get an office. And, uh, (laughs) And we went that day and, Least an office. And then we got our first employee and we've kind of <laughs> gone, put you know, we started several programs and uh, put together the set so mm-hmm. that we, worked in. <laughs> but in a nutshell, what we do is we work with local agents to help them write their city, county, utility, or school mm-hmm. district. It's in their local town where they have the politics and relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of agents write this stuff and a lot of agents don't know this even exists. You know, I every day I talk to agents that say, I didn't even know these cities bought insurance. I um, think they're self-insured, and, and a lot of them are, but they don't have to be. It's not a requirement. And there's just so much opportunity. You think of just what's going on in the world these days with the pandemic and law enforcement. I mean, there's – every city is looking to save money right now. Hmm. So.
1: You know that's interesting that you bring up. Um, I didn't even know they have insurance because I know like some counties they just self insure, right? If um, they're
2: big enough. They're
1: so that's big, that's yeah, a big County here. Situation. Does I know my you county? Yeah, think
2: about self insurance. A lot of people don't know how that works. You know. Yeah. If a county is big enough, they're paying a million dollars, let's say. Okay. And they've only got a hundred thousand in claims every year. Well, you think over <laughs> a ten-year time period? Yeah. They could have saved nine million dollars. Yeah. And so they just buy the excess anything above 500,000 is their self insurance kicks in but they cover the claims underneath that and they save the premium dollars. So
1: Oh, okay. The
2: big ones can do that, but your small towns, your cities, even counties that are 30,000, 50,000 people are definitely insured first dollar. They're not going to self insure. It doesn't make sense unless they're just right. really good with risk management.
1: I get it. So self insurance is just huge deductible. Yep. Exactly. Okay.
0: So interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, def- it's definitely something that uh, it's definitely a coverage that you don't hear about often or a policy, I guess. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that you, that you well, in most well.
2: agents, you know, you're not going to have the politics in every city or county that around you, you know, where you grew up is where you know the most people and or where right. you live currently. So a lot of these agents write their city and that's it. So why would mm. they need to learn a ton about municipal insurance? They come to us. We do three hundred of them total. We do all the work. We got the exclusive carriers. We quote it. We, I, I even go to council meetings and present for them sometimes. Wow. To just make sure they keep it. That's you know, why they make the same amount whether people. they use us or not. Yeah.
1: Do, universities good.
2: too. Yeah, we ride a uh, Clemson University.
1: What about Auburn?
2: Not yet. Auburn self insured. <laughs>
1: Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sure that's
2: a big one, but now Clemson's yeah. big too. It's, it's a pretty complex.
1: Population. Yeah. That's a, wow. It's amazing. So, so I would, I would guess the whole sales process, the whole pipeline, the, all of that is totally different. Like, what do you, what do you do to, I guess you get on a show like this and, and talk to an audience <laughs> of, of agents is one way, but how, uh, you know, what, how big is your agency?
2: How many employees do you have? there? 12 employees right now. Um, you know, most of my agents almost look like as employees, you know, out of 300 cities, we've got about 200, maybe 250 agents that we work with and partner with on each one. So the sales pipeline, you know, I've got a team that calls every city, county and utility throughout the country during the year. And they'll call asking who that local agent is for each city. And one thing I want to touch on though, with this is you've got local agents that can write these. But there's also state pools that write a good bit of these. And this is not self-insurance. It's actually not even insurance. It's a shared risk group, just like MediShare. Hmm. And so they're not regulated by an insurance commissioner, but a lot of cities will enter into these pools, pools, associations, or leagues, and they'll share the risk. But a lot of things with the world right now are going on that these cities don't want to be liable for other members Hmm. that they've got no control over right now. And they can get assessed at any time. So I mean, that's a wow. big deal for them. That's and crazy. you
1: said Meta MetaShare.
2: Met, so you know you've heard of like MetaShare, right?
1: MetaShare. For those who haven't, why don't you explain? Why don't you <laughs> talk so about that?
2: <laughs> I mean, of course I have. That's on the benefits, which that's not my <laughs> language. But oh, okay. It's basically. By the way, I love like, Craig's <laughs>
1: technique right there.
2: What's that? <laughs> I mean, I have no, i have a
1: book about it. I right mean, there. I know, I know about it, but for those that don't, can you explain it? Well, we want to make sure everybody's understanding and following.
2: We'll we'll do it as as the cities, you know, do it. So they join into a group, and like I said, it's not insurance, but they pay a premium, and the claims get paid out. And there, and you know, the self insurance pools in each state are pretty powerful. You know, but it's not first dollar insurance through an insurance agent. Uh, the pool gets a certain amount of premium from each city depending on their size and all that, and then they pay the claims out on a, you know, if they think they need to pay the claim, they'll pay it. If they don't, then you know, and they've got an insurance policy and all, but they can be assessed at any time. Uh, there's lots – they're jointly and severally liable, the city is, for the years they participated in that pool. So it, it's pretty confusing, but basically a pool goes direct to a city and okay. kicks out the local agent we don't use pools. We use agents and we make sure the agent writes their local city.
1: Okay. And then you guys partner on it. You have the expertise and the backup and carriers stuff and the Mm -hmm. the attorneys or whatever. And they're the best Got to love those attorneys.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's, it sounds complicated, but I can't tell you how many agents we've taken from knowing nothing about this to except just saying, Hey, I know the mayor or I know, uh, a couple of board members at the County. And before you know it, they're presenting an insurance quote we built for them and we're coaching them along the process. And they write the County, the city and their school, their kids go to.
1: So what, what does the policy like that look like?
2: like and they, I've got some I mean, that are huge thousand yeah. dollars in premium. I've got some that are 2 million, 2 million. Okay. So wow. it typically we'll pay agents on say a property and casualty policy. We'll pay them 10%. Uh, sometimes more, sometimes less. You can put fees on and all that good stuff. But an average account, hundred twenty thousand, maybe. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean it's a lot of premium. Yeah, it's and a
1: lot where care what car- is it? Are you, you're not the carrier, right? No, so
2: I'm a wholesale broker. Uh, okay. Some people call it MGA, but basically, we don't do anything that has incorporated behind it. We only do public entities. So city, county, school, utility, DDAs, regional commissions. I mean, there's so many of these things that people don't realize exist. Mm -hmm. And they all have to buy insurance. So we go to those agents and, you know, call on them and point them in the right direction. Or we go to the agent that already writes their city, say, hey, we can protect you from losing this to outside competition. Mm, Do tell. Well, I mean, we'd have the exclusive with a lot of carriers. So we'd come to them and I'd say... I can get you a quote through these six carriers that you might not have access to because they only work through a broker like me uh, or just the expertise. I mean, we're seeing stuff on a national level of what's happening these days with the pandemic and communicable disease, you know, and law enforcement coverage and what does that look like? And is it changing and an agent that sees one city of 25,000 people, isn't going to see that kind of exposure changes Mm. until it's too late. For those who
1: don't know what a pandemic is, could you? (laughs) So, yeah. And, and you do now at the national level too. What's the most interesting case that you've been involved with? Claim. All right, man, whatever. Let's let's get crazy
2: claims. Let's do it. That sounds fun. My top two. I just pre warn you. Everybody's fine. No one died. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a good really premium. you got to you got to tell people that uh, I'll tell <laughs> or you're you three. like oh no
1: don't tell this <laughs>
2: i'll tell you three i went in on one county and we kind of came in as a consultant but we helped the new agent write it and the previous agent had not really done very well on it and we found out that they were paying for 35 police cars that they haven't owned since 1990 oops so yeah that was a return premium of about twenty five thousand. Ah. oh and you talk about things getting that. heated on them fighting over that money. But claim wise, we've seen some pretty crazy stuff. My claims manager could tell you all kinds of stories, but the top two, I'd say I had a fire station that we insure at one of the cities, and, you know, big half million dollar fire truck. Those get rolled all the time. New driver. You know. Really? Oh, yeah. But, oh, they're
1: so heavy, huh? I
2: mean, so it- this is like 2 a.m., <laughs> and these two guys are doing shrooms. <laughs> down the street. The one, fireman? No, no, no <laughs> hopefully not. These two <laughs> random kids are doing shrooms down the street from the fire station.
3: Okay.
2: And one of them starts, one of them passes out or something happens and the other one starts freaking out. And he goes and lays his buddy against the fire station door. You know, the roll the garage door that rolls up. He runs over to the bushes. He keep in mind, he's hallucinating big time. Right now. <laughs> he calls the fire department and says, <laughs> My buddy's in trouble. I need you to come help right now and hangs up. Oh, no. Suits up, hits the door and hammers out and runs over the guy's legs. Ah. So our city's liable.
1: Holy moly.
2: And he put him there. (laughs) You know, they sued the city for that. Ah.
1: Oh my God! I mean, it seems like there should be some personal responsibility on that one.
2: I mean, th- these are rare I mean, occurrences. Most of my cities are pretty dang good at what they do. You know, I mean, they they run a pretty tight ship, but you see this occasionally. You know, uh, the other one,
1: or the city's passing out the shrooms, and then yeah. that's what happens. Mm-hmm. That's why you can't do Let's that, see. Colorado.
0: That's a great story, by the way. <laughs> That's an attention grabber.
2: Man, there's a bunch. <laughs> I mean, there's we've seen some crazy I've paid some teachers a lot of money for straining their back on a field trip. You know. Straining their back? Just, just strain They don't get paid enough anyways. They put a work claim right. in for you know picking up a pencil and their back hurt. <laughs> and you see it and they pay it because yeah. it's cheaper to just pay it than fight it. But yeah, the other craziest one, and again, everybody's fine, but <laughs> Love. I had a drug task force go on a drug raid one night and we've got all these guys covered. We know what they're doing. The carrier knows what they're doing. This is what we do every day. They go in on a drug bust and they've got a brand new officer and she's never done this. And everybody's nervous and they go in the house and they don't see anybody. They kick the door in and they hear something upstairs. She runs up there and throws a flashbang lands inside a baby's crib Oh. And everybody's fine. Turns out the house with the drugs is the one next door, and they had the wrong address.
0: Oh my god! I mean, oh my god. you gotta fine. do some baby, due diligence on this. It is completely
2: fine, things. but that's the kind of stuff you see that's just crazy. You know,
0: right? The baby had
2: no damage at all. I mean, it's fine. He got a they paid out policy limits on it, but stuff like that happens. You know?
0: Yeah, because it's all emergency situations. There's no way that everybody's <laughs> I
2: mean, I mean, but
1: isn't there some planning that goes into a drug raid? Like, yeah, the address. Like, I could, you could tell me anybody in Tucson. Like, here's the address. I could probably end up at the right house.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, Good job. Was, I mean, this was a while back, so I, I don't know if somebody just had a typo or what. But it was a pretty big typo.
0: Uh-oh. Oh, oh! Thank God the baby's okay. That's a oh yeah, that's a neat no, one. Fine. Oh.
1: That is nutty. Crazy.
0: So most agencies, you know, it's all the same stuff, right? We hire, we train, we got to motivate our staff, bring them leads. Um, What an interesting model that you have. Can you touch on some of those things? Like, like, how is training for this? I mean, there's a big learning curve. Talk about, there's a learning curve for something as simple as auto insurance. But I mean, with this, this is.
2: Well, that's kind of why they use us because we, You know, if I have an agent like that, I say, let's talk about which relationships you have in the cities to start. So is your brother-in-law on the council or, you know, do you have you grown up with everybody there? Where's that relationship? The politics is huge here. And then from there, if they can go get us the submission info or if they already write it, they probably have the lost runs and apps and everything. They send us everything and my team does all the applications, spreadsheets, you name it we break the budget down, we spreadsheet the losses and we go get quotes and we come back and we build something that a fourth grader could read for the council.
1: And what you need,
2: yeah. I mean, you don't want to hand them an 80 page. Yeah. And we compare it to their current coverage. And then I tell the agent what he needs to say at the meeting and he writes the business. you know. Nice. And all he has to do is get the information and then go to one council meeting. I mail him a check. Seems
0: easy enough. What yep. did it, What does that application look like? Well, that's
2: an interesting story too. I mean, you think (laughs) years ago, you know, we've got every carrier in the public sector. So Travelers wants their apps and One Beacon wants their apps and all these different carriers want their underwriting, you know, rating information. And that's just a ton of work if you're looking at 500 cities a year yeah so what we did is we built a comprehensive app that's more detailed than all those carriers apps combined and you know i haven't talked on bob who's my partner and my dad in this but he started this back in the penco days when in the 80s when cities didn't have to buy insurance and so he's kind of built this up and known what needs to be done and what doesn't need to be done and we can identify those key exposures that hey we need to know about this or no we can let this slide we already know the answer on the application wow
0: so So your dad was doing this prior to this being mandatory yeah what year did this become mandatory
2: i believe it was 87
0: 87
2: crazy i was born basically i mean it was a long time ago um and and uh, you know a lot of them you know they had sovereign immunity and all these other terms that a lot of people aren't familiar with but eventually they got rid of some of those laws and tort laws and all that stuff and they started requiring these cities to buy insurance and that's where the pools and the associations got formed but at the same time you're seeing a lot more agents these days write these things because the cities are not wanting you see what's going on in the world they don't want to be included Mm. in other cities they have no control over and it makes perfect sense what, so, what does yeah. your
1: insurance fall under? What jurisdiction for? Um, this is the most exciting question ever um, for <laughs> for regulation. Like, what? Who regulates? Is it by the state? Is it still state for that, yeah, I mean, or is there yeah. some insurance
2: commissioner? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's CCI. In each
1: state. So it's the states that are requiring the the different places to have. Okay. Yeah, and
2: they each have different rules and laws. Like, you know, California, there's no laws on how many pools you can have so there's that california kids. i mean it's crazy but you go to georgia they say you can have one pool for cities one for schools and one for counties well, we can learn those pretty well
1: why can't they keep it simple like that mr jason i, I don't california. know california california is just wacky it's a bit wacky <laughs> you gotta get <laughs> that's out why of everybody it. that's why everybody moves to arizona from here oh man <laughs> tell them to stay in california or they can move to colorado <laughs> I'm sick of it, well, with the the, heat, man. You should see all these cars with the plate in the front now. Cause that's the California has the oh, yeah. plate plate on the front of their car. We don't have that here. They're all over oh. the place. Front platers can't deal. With watch it. out for them.
2: Those speaking, front platers. speaking of cars, I'll tell you another unique thing mm. we've seen lately is yes. driverless cars. Oh, and buses. Yes.
1: Buses. Really?
2: I got a bus in one of our cities that doesn't have a driver at all. And it's, it's running right now as we speak. Is
1: no that way. Looney Tunes? Like, do people get on there and go, what the hell's going oh, yeah. on here? It's oh, yeah. like RoboCop it. right now.
2: It, well, they had a driver and the bus that learned it for like two years.
1: Huh. <laughs> wow. What company built that?
2: Well, I'd have to look, man. I,
1: Not Tesla? I'm
2: sure Tesla's right behind them. But uh, you, you're going to see more and more of that. You'll see garbage trucks, school buses. I mean, we're getting ready for that now. So okay, so
1: this is one of those things where people are concerned, agents, right? Local agents are like, well, once the cars are all, what happens to the insurance? So what do you what do you what are you seeing now for that? And how is it affecting that? Yeah. The market.
2: I think the the scare is if I'm a local agent, it's is my current carrier I've got my city with gonna cover a car like that, or will I have no coverage? You know, and It's the same situation with property right now. There's been so many different hurricanes and floods and everything around that property is going up across the country. And so these agents are saying, I need a solution. I only have these couple carriers and they'll come to us and we're able to place it somewhere. It's maybe even if we separate out the policies, but we can keep the coverage for them. Whereas otherwise they might not have an option. So, I mean, every day I tell talk to agents about this same issue and they, I wish we knew you existed earlier. Hmm. You know, so that's what me and Austin have been so, working on. So it's
1: that's not going awesome. to be this the 0% chance and and we're not going to have to, the, the driverless car is going to be perfect and nothing's going to happen? Or there's still going to you be running long people long over? Time. and Yeah, running people <laughs> over. and
2: You got a long time. But you think about stuff like that bus, it goes the same route every day for the same amount of time, stops every place at the same amount of time. Hmm. It's similar to like a school bus and it knows when the kids are there and stuff, but carriers are trying to figure out how do we adequately cover that because who's at fault? The computer is right. There's no driver of the computer. I mean, the city would ultimately be the owner. So they'd be at fault, but.
0: And regardless of fault, like how do you assess it's all based on, on numbers and statistics. Like how do you, how do you, and This is an unknown variable. Like, everything's new, so it's like, we don't know the probability of this
1: going awry. Well, I mean, you would think that... The to be
2: continued.
3: Hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do... Uh, Right, 100000 in premium off
3: of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes, it's a weekly call that we're doing right now that will – it's live, and it will show you the process, the entire process. Mm. Super awesome.
1: Mm. I love it. Let's do it.
3: Let's do it. Sign up right now, live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content, right? Are you kidding me? We get to talk to them? Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome, but they have to opt in. They have to text us at 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Nice. Greg, are you going to respond to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure. Live. I'm into it too. It's going to be awesome. And it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy, I love it. I'm gonna text it right now. Five two zero two one four two two one nine. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Wait, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love
1: it. I love it. Nice.
2: Uh, all right.